Hey everybody, welcome to session number four of the Nurse Money Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Yusebnim and in this episode, we're going to talk about seven ways you can at minimum get written up if not fired from your nursing job. Now, before I actually get started with this list, I should mention that I think this goes without saying these are all things you should not be doing. These are all things, let me say that again, these are all things you should probably avoid trying to do. So let's get started. Number one is is getting caught in a patient abuse or poor professional conduct. As I've covered in, in an earlier podcast, nursing is stressful. There's a lot of things as nurses that we deal with, and honestly, we're going to deal with a lot of difficult patients, a lot of difficult coworkers, and for the patient aspect itself, like you are always held to a high standard as the healthcare provider. So not, not saying that you should sit there and be abused by a patient, but the patient is at a vulnerable state and you are the one that has been entrusted to provide care. You can't lose your cool as much as like you might want to. So you have to find ways to either remove yourself from a difficult situation with the patient or whether that be just like moving up to a chain of command or tagging somebody in to help you deal with a particular situation with a patient. Now, With that said, if you see somebody else struggling with a patient and you see that it's already going like it's this looks like it's going south, like tempers are flying or or tempers are about to be flying, then go in there and tag them out. Just be like, hey, hey, Susie, like I got you. Let me take care of this. Just like go do something else with another patient. Go. Can you go take care of my patient and I'll handle this? Like, just be a friend because like people get stressed and then like, unfortunately, people being people, I mean, I've seen a lot of bad things just kind of go downhill really quickly, even from nurses who are solid nurses and nurses who are, for the most part, like behaving uncharacteristic just because they had just had enough of whatever. So number two is not renewing your license or certifications. As nurses, whether that be LPN, RN, or as an advanced practice nurse, you have licenses, licensures, and then you also have, in a lot of areas, you'll also will be allowed to get like certifications, whether that's BLS, ACLS, PALS, or whatever. And you need to keep those up to date. Like for starters, for your licensure, you can't work without an up-to-date license. I mean, you just can't. You need to either go on your Google Calendar or whatever calendar platform you use and set a reminder ahead of time so that you get reminded a couple months in advance of before when you actually need to renew your license to make sure that you have the money put together for that. In all situations, like if those aren't up-to-date, then you're pretty much like not allowed on the schedule. And then you're looking at a risk of being written up 
if not fired, that is something you, you should be keeping up with, especially your licensure. I mean, because that's how you put food on the table. And especially a lot of those like main certifications, like don't just depend on the facility to like, oh, yeah, my facility always gives me a, a heads up notice or something like that. And I will admit that I would probably say, I would venture to say probably most of them do, at least all the ones that I've worked at do. But what do you do if like their system messes up? Because that has happened. What do you do if their system messes up or you don't get the notification or whatever the case is? I mean, even still, ultimately, the burden comes back on you as the nurse to make sure that you keep up to date with your licensure and your certifications. So the next one, number three, we're going to be looking at HIPAA violations. For this, like we're looking at situations where like, for example, you're carrying or giving another patient's information to another patient or to a friend or a family member that that particular patient doesn't want their information given to. Or there's also the handing, like if you're doing like a printout, this is like a printout for like maybe like a discharge or discharge teaching or education, just like regular discharge paperwork. And then getting that confused with another patient's and then you end up sending somebody else's discharge paperwork with somebody else. Those are all HIPAA violations. I mean, there's with all of those, you run the risk of getting written up for that. The next one is number four, which is social media misconduct. It goes along with the HIPAA violations, but just in the day and age that we're in, I really felt like this one was worth actually really honing in on it because there's so much, there's a lot people in general just post on social media without really thinking about it. I mean, it becomes so, so easy to just like, oh, I'm going to post about like this bad day that I had with patient Susie or whatever. And then you, you end up posting that information on there without really realizing, hey, wait a second, this is a HIPAA violation. You can't post identifying information about a patient on social media, especially out to the world. The other thing that becomes easy is like with Everybody has a smartphone with them and those cameras, you got to be careful, like lay off the Snapchat, lay off the whatever, the selfie taking, especially at work. Can you imagine you take a selfie or you take a, or whatever, and the paperwork right behind you is patient information or whatever, or the picture that you take patient information ends up becoming on it. That's a huge issue. So in a lot of facilities have been cracking down on the social media HIPAA violations because for starters, I mean, it's it leads to people who aren't doing their jobs like you're over there taking selfies and then that mistake happens. But then the other thing to think about is that because of social media and the the amount of people that can find out the wrong information that they should not have is huge. They're both HIPAA violations, but something to think about is like, if I accidentally give like a patient, somebody else's patient information, then, and if you look at that moment, one or two other patients found out something that they shouldn't have. If you look at just like the order of magnitude, 
of a Facebook post or whatever post that you should make. I mean, how many friends or whatever that you might followers or whatever that you might have. I mean, if you think about it, that's like what 800, nine, I mean, you know, it's 800, 900, a thousand, whatever friends. Now all of a sudden, like at any point in time, they could have seen that information. So social media is something that, you know, as nurses just be super, super, super careful about that. And as a side note, don't be bashing patients or your employers, for that matter of fact, on social media. The next one, number five, is abuse of prescription or non-prescription drugs. So the Journal of Clinical Nursing came out with some interesting, reading like an interesting article on it. And it was saying that so 20% of all nurses, so about one in five nurses will struggle with some addiction to drugs or alcohol. So I think a lot of this just kind of goes without saying like the drug screens that do happen at work or like, you know, if you think about those drugs can inhibit your ability to do your job appropriately. So essentially you're creating an unsafe patient environment. So because of those and you know, for the obvious reason, it's illegal. That alone is just that that's enough said. It's illegal. So just don't do that. Number six, too many absences or tardies. I mean, it's so let, let me give you an, an example because this has happened to me several times before. Like I'll work a 12 or 16 hour shift. It was a brutal, brutal shift. I finally got it done. I'm getting really excited. And then as I am just ready to go, I am waiting 15 or 20 minutes for that nurse that habitually shows up to work late. Oh my goodness. How frustrating is that? And depending on the facility or the manager, some will let it go on longer than others. But, you know, if enough people start complaining, I mean, that's something that you can get in trouble for. Not to mention, actually, forget the getting in trouble part. I mean, like, that's just not really, that's just not really helping out like your, the outgoing nurse because it's like they've been there. They've worked their shift. It, they're probably tired. They're probably ready to go. They probably have plans or whatnot that they're just wanting to get done. If I've had like a really rough shift and I've had like a lot of charting to do, I can get my charting done quicker if you're there on time and I can give you report, a handoff report and know that, you know, my patients have already been accounted for. The report's already been handed off to somebody else. And so then I can then just go into like either another room or where, wherever and then just focus on charting so I can go ahead and, and go home. The last one I'm going to mention is making too many mistakes. Mistakes are going to happen. That's just honestly just the nature of of just being human. But you can make so many mistakes where it definitely starts starts being very sloppy. So you need to be careful of that. Not to mention like the line of work that most nurses do depending on the mistake, that could be the difference between life and death for some patients. So it is very important that as nurses that you try to be as detail oriented as possible and you 
put a emphasis in making sure that everything, every order, every act, every procedure is carried out to the very best of your abilities. So that's pretty much it. If you found this helpful, like please rate it on your podcast platform of choice and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of our new episodes. If you do have like a comment, like let's say, you know, that I missed, you know, there was one that maybe you agree or don't disagree, or there's others that you, that you feel that should be added to this list, then go ahead and go to the show notes page at nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash four. So that's nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash four. And then just let me know what you think in the comments section. Thank you so much for listening to this session of the Nurse Money Talk podcast, and I will catch you in the next episode.